You're listening to Between the Sheets with Anil. Welcome back Between the Sheets. Welcome back to the show and uh, we're talking about being used. Do you feel that you've been used? Have you felt that uh, you've had a relationship for a while? So first of all, try and analyze what relationship you have. Is it all about sex? I mean, every time you meet, is that all you do is have sex or intimacy? Maybe share a few superficial words here and there and that's it. And then you leave or go on. Or is that person always paying for you or you paying for them and they're not making an attempt to contribute towards that? Now, sex is one of the biggest ways in which people use each other. If you have sex with someone and they don't call you or they just get up and walk away, chances are it's a very um, sexy relationship. (laughs) It's a very painful thing to deal with if you're looking for more. It's not if you're also in the same intent. But if you're looking for more, that's when the uh, feeling of being used comes into play. Having sexual intercourse with somebody and not physically getting involved is very hard for, uh, for ladies mostly. Now, guys get physically involved and later emotionally because it has other things to do. I mean, ego has a lot to do with it. But yeah, we have feelings too. Then yeah, we do that. We fall in love. It's not like we're hard nuts to crack, no pun intended. I mean, I've known relationships that have just based itself on good sex with each other. That's it. Long-standing relationships. I mean, heck, I could talk about my own marriage, man. Earlier, in the early days, for the first 10 years, at least close to that. The only thing we had common is the fact that we were physically great together. Nothing else. We fought like cats and dogs. We had nothing in common. We wanted to kill each other sometimes. But the makeup sex, oh, great. Well, thank God for that. In some cases, we weren't using each other. But yeah, we were using that to continue working on the other stuff that we wanted to and needed to to keep a marriage alive. So if you're in a relationship, and I've talked to a lot of you. I've talked to a lot of you over the last seven months here on this show. And I've heard some of you say, and you're not calling tonight, maybe you're not listening tonight, but if you're not calling, I remember some of your um, situations, but it's all about sex. And now maybe I'm making you think differently on it, and I don't want to ruin anything for you, but just give you something to think about. Get out of the habit of giving into sexual desire with someone who just wants to use you for it. And most times you continue doing that because you fear losing him. If you'd stop giving it to him, or if he stops giving it to you, the fear of a consequence of separation is what keeps that going. Now, I may be right or wrong in your opinion. I still want to hear it. If you have another point of view, hey, bring it out. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. You're listening to Between the Sheets with Anil. Welcome back. Yeah, we're just a little above halfway. Oh my God. Got another half of the show to go. All right. I'm going to brace myself. It's going to be a long night tonight. But somehow I'm in in an upbeat upbeat mood. Upbeat mood. Doesn't matter. I'm going to amuse myself tonight. I just, yeah, entertain myself. Yeah, in ways that you will never, ever know. Are you being used? Have you ever been used? Are you, were you okay with being used? Now that you knew that you were being used, were you okay with that? You know, sometimes that's great. Up front, hey, listen, I want to use you. Can I? All right, no, maybe, yes. 
and you make a deal. How do you know if you're being used? Being used is never nice, you know. But when it's feeling nice, that means you're not being used. So don't overanalyze something like that. If it feels good, it's great. The moment it stops feeling good. Then questions arise. Why? Sometimes it's used, not them. But most often, we'd like to blame them, because you don't want to blame you. Oh, like I said, by the way, you guys are making me look really, really, really bad, you know. How so, you ask? Because there are a bunch of journalists listening to the show tonight. Because they heard so much about it. And they're like, okay, we're going to tune in tonight. And yeah, boom, bada bing, bada bang. What do I have tonight? A monologue show. Me. I, me, and myself. I feel like I'm an orgy here. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Just, just all about me here now. I have some views on this thing, so I'm going to continue spewing them. But the idea is so you can talk about your opinions on the same subject. I cannot believe you don't have it. But yeah, if you could... Uh, it could be you're being drawn into a relationship when it's neither appropriate nor healthy. That's when you might be used. So, mind you, the definition really... Being used is generally when you're giving and they're getting. And you're strung along the whole way by that person with a promise and a hope of you getting as well. Now that is being used. Get it? Let me say it again. Being used is generally when you're giving and they're getting. And while you're giving, they keep making promises to you about the fact that you will eventually get as well. They string you along, walk you down the garden path. And one day, you realize that you're getting nothing. There's no hope of getting anything. And that's when you wake up and smell the coffee and say, enough is enough. Or maybe you just continue. Because a known devil is better, and therefore you compromise, and then it goes on. The story can go on endlessly. So, does it sound like you? Now, I understand that even if it does sound like you, you may not want to put yourself in a situation where you want to tell me that you are like that. I know. There's pride. I thought we're, uh, we've got a relationship long enough where you don't have to worry about pride with me, because I'm proud of you anyway. The fact that you had the guts... And the courage sometimes to go against the grain and speak about your situation in spite of the fact that you could be judged by people listening into you. Well, I will never judge you. So I'm always proud when you call, because it's not always easy. We have our own demons in our mind that prevent us from expressing our own opinions and thoughts. And we like to blame it on those that are not giving you the opportunity to do it, because you have your own fears that keep you from it. But we'll break those fears down eventually, step by step if we have to. I'm patient. And we'll get there together, okay? So, if you feel like you want to call, call. If you don't, that's cool too. Now, consider where your current standing is supposed to be with that person. How do you know that you're being used, right? So, these are many situations that you can look at. First of all, determine your relationship. Are you a boyfriend, girlfriend? What are you? Little more? Little less? Just a friend? Because that really does matter to understand what this relationship is because expectations are based on that. Now, Namika called and said that she wanted to have this, you know, an experiment with the phone sex business with this stranger boy she got a call from. There were no expectations at that point. She was experimenting. He wanted to get off. It was great. The moment you add expectations, things start getting sour and it did happen. That happens. So it does matter because the user may be using them in different ways. Now, the other thing that you've got to really look at is why did you first want to get to know them in the first place? Was that person friendly to you or did you reach out to them? 
Now, generally, if you're being used, they will start out friendly and pleasant first and make you think you can trust them fully. Boy, the more I think about this, do I look like this? Am I this person? I'm trying to use you to make you trust me so that you can participate in this discussion just so I have a great show, right? That's possible. That's possible that I want to use you. I shouldn't expect you to call me. I shouldn't expect you to trust me. Why would you trust me? Who am I? Ham aap ke hai kon? Okay, moving on. Next step is to try to change or try to figure out how the relationship is changing. I mean, this is normal, right? Why the, when the relationship is new, there's so much attention you're getting from that person. Calls three times a day, you call for five hours each time that you talk and now you're feeling like you're a princess. And as time goes by, they'll become less and less attentive to you. Suddenly, where he or she was the one making all the phone calls, begin to notice that you're the one making the calls now. You're the one initiating the calls and discussions and chats or whatever it is. Is at that point equal or not? Like I said, try to figure out how this relationship is changing. Because so, as you get further into the relationship or the friendship that you have, the attention gets to be few and far in between. So... Are you thinking more about them than they are about you? Next time you see them, watch how they behave with a clear mind. Remember that if you're being charmed into a relationship where you're used, the other person will stop being so charming once they've got you on the hook. That's normal. Oh my God, that's me. Because I have an excuse. I'm married. I can't go any further. <laughs> but what about those who aren't? more when we come back all right we'll take this break the topic is about being used are you feeling used in your relationship or have you ever been like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store you're listening to between the sheets with anil Welcome back between the sheets we're talking about uh, your relationships where you feel that you're being used or you've had a relationship where you were used or you're just finding out that you are I mean this is so unfair a person in the chat room I don't want to name her uh, at least she uh, writes to me in my private chat that I just described her story and she also revealed that uh, she actually also called in all right that was anamika cool i know all right we'll keep you anonymous no sweat but i know what you're saying so here you go we're trying to um, break down or narrow down how you should assess your relationship to see if you're actually being used in if in case you feel or begin to feel used so think back did you find yourself being asked for lots of favors while still seeing very little from them or nothing actually you know you're being asked for a lot of favors and they give you nothing. This is the time to think hard about this. Because at the infatuation or crush stage, all of these seem very trivial. It's so cute and sweet. Oh, this guy's always asking me for things. How sweet. And the guys, if they're in the similar situation, they're like, oh man, she's so dependent on me. I like it. I like it. She's, she wants me to buy her gifts. She wants me to do this, 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 and I want to do it for her because you are in the honeymoon period. You're in crush. You're infatuated, you're smitten. You want to make the best impression. But as you go along, it's time to get over it. 
or else you've got to deal with this, right? Next, if you're married, this is more applicable to marriage, right? Well, talk about it. Try and talk about what's happening and happened to a close friend or relative, preferably someone you've known for a long time that you can trust, a person who knows you. I'm not going to really think too much about this advice. It's one thing to... Uh, to have a sounding board where you want to talk to somebody else and have them bounce back at you about what they think, depending on their own experiences or their own knowledge of situations similar to what you may have gone through. Because often, suspicion and other things and other bad thoughts are induced by friends who mean well, of course, but probably don't have enough experience to be able to guide you. And that could end up ruining a relationship. So, yeah, you know, be careful about who you go to, what you do, who talks to you, what talks, what do you talk about. Often a third party will have a much clearer view on the matter than you, yes, because they're objectively looking at it. But like I said again, that third party should actually have the experience to be able to assimilate all that you tell them and process it to give you something that's meaningful to you. Ooh, that was a mouthful. Here's some tips. Or should I resort to... Uh, another favorite of mine and take a break here. No, maybe not. I'll give you a few tips here. If you suspect yourself of being used, okay, then ask yourself what motive that that person may be doing or having, uh, you know, for doing so. Now, if you notice with all the conversations we did have, not many tonight, I kept asking, what did they get out of it? If you feel that they're using you, what do you think they're getting out of you? And that's what this tip is about. Are they using you in a way that you are a tool to make others jealous? Are you like a trophy? It's, is it because you are talented and they want to hang out with you? Do you have something they want access to or some people they have access to? Sometimes, you know, they come on, hang out with you so they can meet some people that you hang out with. Yeah, there were desperate times in my life where I got friendly with someone more than I should have. Yeah, it started out like that, but it turned out differently because I needed to meet people through, through her. It was a long time ago. Not proud of it. As they say... Desperate times, tough times, builds character. And of course, that time my character wasn't the best, but it built it all right. Now, if you're being charmed into a crush, the other person is likely to be attractive and lovable, but they'll never actually do anything to make it clear where they stand. Now, in the initial phases, phase, you know, phases of falling into a crush, nobody gives a rat's backside about where they stand. It's just the euphoria of the beginning of a new relationship, right? It's all, it's all like a drug. You're on a high. So go get a good friend you've known for a long time to talk to you about this. It's easy to hear it from a friend or a loved one if this person is actually using you or is, the, is, is a potential situation where you're going to be used. And a good tip for you to know is if this person is open about the fact that they're you know, whatever situation they're in, and they're openly telling you and giving you enough information to make a judgment or a decision, that's the person that you want to hang out with. At least they're honest. It may hurt your ego for a little bit, but at least you know where you stand with them. Does all of these things sound familiar in your life? Yeah, you can you can talk about it. Welcome to the show. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Shivangi. Hi, Shivangi. Um, How are you? I'm good. I'm <laughs> good. <laughs> what? <laughs> ah, nah, yeah. That's not true. Actually, my friend, like, she's really into you. So she's like, please call him and tell him about your story. So I was like, okay, fine, I'll do that. Because this is like the second time I'm listening to you and you're really good. So, oh, thank you. Uh, but just two times? Yeah, like she told I, me that last good, time. Huh? 
Oh, so you just heard last week? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, I think what we're missing here is that uh, the point about using is hmm. that the person who's getting used, uh, they know it that they're getting used. But what stops them from not getting out of the relationship or a marriage? Mm-hmm. The thing is uh, that humans or the ones I've met, uh, let's talk about in totality, people are afraid of being alone. So when you're with someone, you're attached to them. You're emotionally attached to them. Well, it's not necessarily that. It could also be that, you know, see, that's what I said. The uh, the ultimate definition, which I'm not saying that I'm the last word on this subject. But what I'm saying is the definition is when you are strung along. See, that's the thing. If somebody is using you and getting from you on and not giving back, but stringing you along, uh, making I you think- believe that you're going to get eventually... That's why they stay until they figure out that they're not going to get that he's lying and that's when they have to decide and if they continue to stay, then your point is valid. Yeah, so what I'm trying to say here is uh, when you're in a relationship, you have well-wishers, you're friends. So uh, whenever you're like trying to discuss the situation with them, there's someone out there who's trying to hint to you that this man or this woman is not correct or that person is trying to use you. Mm -hmm. So eventually what happens is back of the mind, they're like... There are like two parallel words here. Uh, your boyfriend or your girlfriend tells you that, okay, fine, so I'm going to marry you or, uh, okay, I'm going to provide you X, Y, Z. And your friend is trying to tell you on the other hand that this, like, this man is not going to do that. But you're in the middle of a situation where you need to have a reality check. So um, all these situations that you've been talking about, I think that girl called Mona, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, she needs to get out of the situation. Either A, confront the man be extremely straight about it or second get out of the damn marriage you have to be no wait you see that's an extreme case Shivanga here's why I think alright okay so let's let's and I held my uh, I held my thoughts on that and uh, I guess it's a good time to talk about that now with Mona's case uh, obviously I I have a view that what's good for a man should be good for a woman because as much as I'm a feminist to a point that I will fight for equality but it has to go both ways exactly okay it can't be advantage women it's got to be both ways and only then will anything be fair now having said that like I said I don't know the circumstances of why Mona's husband is not working but you flip that same situation where a wife is not working and spends the husband's money and that's okay while it happens in this case I don't think so that's okay that's the difference yeah. no, also but, but that's the point does the man feel used because that's happening does he complain yeah, maybe it's just because of the patriarchal society thing. no uh, because he's used to the idea like that. that that is what is normal exactly exactly. and the moment you change the normal because and, and we are trying to change the normal they were trying to make it not a patriarchal society nor, it, nor even a matriarchal one we're just trying to make it an equality society oh if there's a better word than that so in Mona's case she's wearing the shoe that bites Exactly. So now, is she, is she, does she really have to leave him? Now, is he a loving husband first, I needed to ask? Is it just because she's, he's spending her money? But is he an attentive husband? Is he a good husband? Is he providing other things? We don't know that story because she didn't share that story. So Exactly. So I think it was very ambiguous for her to like send like a half message. I know, and, so. which, and this is why I insist on people to call because then we can dig a little deeper to understand the situation a little more. Hang on a minute, don't go anywhere. 
Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Welcome back between the sheets. Hi. So yeah. I uh, I want to share a story with you that's like about my life that okay. has practically changed my life. Oh, great! Was, I'd love to hear uh, that. Yeah. So uh, when I was in class twelfth, okay, I'm in college right now. Mm-hmm. Right? So uh, when I was in co- class twelfth, and I'm not from Delhi, right? So small <laughs> town, you can get that. So um, at that point of time, there was this guy who was like nine years elder to me, all right, and mm-hmm. he really liked me, and he persuaded me to be in a relationship with him. And I was, and I, re- I liked him back too. And I was like, okay, fine. So finally, I'm with a man who is like extremely mature, and you know, you. And at that point of time, I'm, I'm someone who's like into older men. So you know, you try and understand, like those people try and understand uh, and take things uh, in a very mature way. So uh, basically, what happened in the relationship was, I did not realize it, but my best friend she realized it pretty soon that the guy, all the guy wanted was sex because obviously I was a virgin back then, and all he wanted was that. Did he get it? But. Yeah, he did. He did, and uh, that guy was pretty smart in getting it. Like that, like getting sex in like what two months? Uh, two months into the relationship, and I really that I was did. that guy's a loser. Two months it took him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> why? <laughs> I must have been a difficult nut to crack. Maybe. Uh, see, yeah, you weren't that naive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then back then. It was like, oh my god, it's so early. But then he was very good at it, and at that point of time, I never talked to him about commitment, right? And I'll tell you how the relationship functions. Mm-hmm. He would come to my house and he would say, okay, uh, let's go somewhere. And I would go somewhere, and then he would take me into the car and then take me to his friend's room. And whenever I used to say, I don't want to go to your friend's room, he would always be, he would always be like, oh no, uh, you know, I I don't want to go out. My mother might see, your mother might see, etc., etc. So whenever we used to go to the friend's room, basically this became like a vicious circle where he had to pick me up, have sex with me, leave me, and then go, and then vanish, and then call me at night at one a.m. and say, oh hi, so yeah, I'm drunk, oh etc. I was with my friend, etc. etc. And this went on for years, right? Mm-hmm. And it really, you know, screwed my studies up because I was preparing for an entrance test. But all I and one day. By talking to him, I was like, "Oh, so I really want to marry you because I've never loved someone so much." And he said, "Hey, I can't marry you. We don't belong <laughs> to the same the class." Out of him. <laughs> yeah, and you know, uh, the guy said that we don't belong to the same class and we cannot marry. That's how it functions. And I was like, um, "Okay, so you never said that while you know we were having sex because I was always of that opinion. Oh no, I would give my flower to someone who would stay with me forever and ever, like the fairy tale." Mm-hmm. But then. And and the guy was like, uh, okay, but then you never said no, and I think that has been this really huge uh, situation in my life where I realized that I could have said no to that guy while having sex, but I did not. And I believe that so many girls, even if they're listening right now, or the ones that are everywhere around the world, they just can't say no, or they are in a situation where they do not have the ability to say no. And eventually, and why do you think you didn't say no? Because I was like really emotionally attached to this guy. Because I was so like, you were afraid oh. you'll lose him if you said no. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. I was like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And and I'll tell you what he used to do. The the final time when I said yes for having sex, it was when I was at this uh, coffee house, and he came it came in there, and I was talking to him, and he's like, uh, so are you going to go to the room? I said no. He just left, 
and he didn't talk to me for like two days, and that gave me those panic attacks, and I was like, oh my god, okay, I can never, you know, I'm going to lose this guy, and I was like, okay, fine, give it, give it to him, and after that, did you enjoy it while you were doing this? No. It was like that's the key, yeah. That's so now you know why you know what you did really is to keep him. You did exactly, it for him, I, not for exactly. you. Exactly. I never, I never said that it was because oh, I so wanted to experience the sexual intercourse that makes people go mad. It wasn't like that. It was like okay, fine. So I give him this. He stays with me forever. La 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 la. But eventually, what happened was um, I shifted to Delhi. Forever was a short time in your case. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Subjective. Yeah. So. And when I shifted to Delhi, um, Look, I don't know you. I, I don't know you, Shivangi. But from what I'm yeah. hearing in your voice, just yeah. the vibe, you're pretty sorted now. You're a very strong woman. That's what yeah, I get from I've this whole thing. Yeah, because you know you learn. You learn from your mistakes. But at the and same time, you're open to being a woman and not become a hard ass after this. Yeah, yeah, obviously. No, I believe that you know you you can't just you know stereotype men. I'm also very. You know, share like I have my gender paper in few days, and I've been studying about feminism too much. And I realized that you know, if radical feminists say that you know men are the enemy and don't sleep with the enemy, I feel I feel that's wrong. Oh, But, those are femi Nazis, not feminists. <laughs> no, that's like the radical form of feminism that says that and you know promote lesbianism. That's a different issue here. But I also want to tell you one thing: what happened? Mm -hmm. So uh, when I was in Delhi, right? I got. I was really depressed, all right. So I was like, I cannot live with this man. I used to call him and cry and say, "You have to come back. You cannot do this to me. I am like a poor child coming from a divorced uh, household, where and I have never seen love. And even if you don't give it back to me, I'm still going to be with you." And he's like, "Oh no, I can't do this. Switches off his phone, changes number, and event." So is that is is that the is that the fact that you came from a broken home? Yeah, obviously that becomes a fact. So, do you think that was the reason why you were attracted to a much older man? Yeah, obviously, obviously. Okay, I'm Freudian, being Freudian. Freudian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so, right, so, yeah. so you've done your own research about yourself, then. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, so at that point of time, I I really like cut myself. Okay, and I was like, okay, so I wrote on the wall, I quit, and that uh, college of mine and the hostel warden really panicked, and she like, oh my god, she. Because someone like I was on the floor in pool of blood and with dramatic sequence, and then I just realized that it was so such a futile thing to do because then yeah, no one's worth dying for, man. Exactly, and then <laughs> nobody. I was in exactly. I was in pain. I had like stitches in my hand and like you know all those marks, and people go like when I was meeting. Oh, hey, Shivangi. Oh, what's up with your hand? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I think the reason why I called tonight is to tell. Anyone who's been in a relationship and people force them into having sex with them, just don't be insecure. You're gonna find a good man after why? Yeah. <laughs> after what did you? Yeah, I did. I'm in a relationship for like two years now. And it's not all about sex, is it? No, no, no. It's about everything. <laughs> really? So, uh, sex is how much of this? Fifty percent? Sixty? Forty? Twenty? Thirty? Ten? I think fifty. I think it's. Really important to be physically involved and also to be emotionally involved. That's like a total relationship where you bloom properly. So the flower didn't get lost after all. Yeah, it came back. <laughs> it came back <laughs> magically. It came back, <laughs> so I can like go around telling people, "Oh, that theory is wrong." It comes back to you. <laughs> There's no such thing as deflowering. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's just 
Making it dramatic enough for everyone. <laughs> well, very cool, Siwang. I really appreciate you calling me. In fact, like I said, is that Birakli? Or uh, I think you made a pretty valid point, and hopefully, those young Nubal girls that are listening <clears throat> can can get inspired by you. Yeah, sure. Uh, well, see, somebody in the chat room is already saying that she likes you. Oh, okay. <laughs> can Ch- you do something for me? What do you, you want know? me to do? Uh, just say that uh, Manchi is a nice girl. <laughs> she really likes you, man. <laughs> really? And you make it sound like a bad thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Come on. It's I, like I, a, no, no. It's like a really good thing. We're supposed to study right now. And she's like, no, you have to. What's the time show? You're going to be failed. So I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> really? Please don't fail on my account. <laughs> no, 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 no. I won't. Okay, so um, Mansi, uh, why doesn't Mansi talk to me? Where is she? Uh, she's studying with her mother right now. <laughs> she can't actually call you. <laughs> right, and she's studying with her mother and she's listening at the same time? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> unless the mom, Unless the mom's listening too. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah, that'd be, that'd be cool. Is the mom hot? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see the mom. Mom, if you're listening, I really want to meet you. <laughs> so Mansi, okay. So Mansi is a really nice girl. Really, that really makes you feel good. Yeah. More, the, I'd rather be saying Mansi. I really want to talk to you someday. So please don't make me wait long. <laughs> That's much better. <laughs> okay. okay. So Shivangi, thanks again. Don't be a stranger, and good luck with your exams. All right. All right. Thank you so much. Nice week. My name is Anil. Yeah. Stay in touch. I'm going to say good night in my way. That will conclude entertainment. Thank you very much for joining us. You're still here? Maybe do it again sometime. It's over. And this, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our show. Go home. And now, the show's over. The party's over! Will you leave immediately, please? I want to see motion, movement, bye-bye. Good night. Get the point. Good. Now get out!